Welcome to the Weekly Wrap. Each week, the four of us go over music, sports, and news you may have missed. Joined by Jonathan, Theodore, Miles, and Sophia, this is the Weekly Wrap. Good morning, everybody, and we are back with another episode of The Weekly Wrap. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. Miles. And Theodore. <laughs> and we've had quite the eventful morning so far. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty much the best way to put it. It's Friday. It is March 11th, 2022, and that's really it. It's been a pretty crazy week. I got finals next week, but that's just me. And oh, wow. Jonathan ran in the door right here for our <laughs> yeah. little, little quick, quick little jog in the morning, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I feel like we start some start things off with some charts, top 100 charts or Spotify charts. Oh yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Uh. This monitor's fixed. Thank goodness. And and a Billboard Hot 100. Um. We don't talk about Bruno finally got toppled and it's replaced with Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Wow. Of and course. this officially marks the time where the Dream SMP finally got a number one hit. I mean, I'm not sure if. Uh, it was all to do the Dreamers and P. It's also just a good song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have a enough. concert tonight, so that's one big thing happening. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Glass Animals. Where? I know a couple just people. concerts. I think it's either probably Climate Pledge or maybe Showbox. Oh, well, like in Seattle. Oh, yeah, in awesome. Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yep. Wow. I know a couple people who are going to that. Nice. It's a Glass Animals concert, so... Were they musicians before, like, the Dream SMP? Yes, they were. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I hope so. I believe they just blew up more with the help of that. Yeah, so. yeah. I've already told this story before in prior episodes, but uh, a title of a of a fan fiction shipping two creators, Dream and George Not Found, was Heat Waves, and because of that, this song blew up in popularity. Yeah, so yeah. we've seen a lot of it. It's been on the charts for fifty nine weeks. No, yeah, over, over a year. Over a year. Wow, it's actually honestly crazy. I don't uh-huh. know how. But they make it work, so. Kudos to them. They knocked down We Don't Talk About Bruno, which is a crazy achievement in my opinion yep. compared to the popularity for that song. So mm-hmm. really hasn't been too much change except for that one big one. We're going to have probably another big wave of songs coming out soon in that spring yeah, area. There is kind of like a spring song era where songs just tend to come out around this time. Yeah. Um, and then they just blow up throughout the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that'll be happening soon. And then get ready for the summer songs to come. I'm just thinking of summer right now because I don't want to deal with mm-hmm. school anymore, but... We're gonna, definitely going to have more of those coming out, maybe like late June, early July. Maybe, and then maybe. get ready for Spotify to make their Songs of the Summer playlist. Mm. So I can only dream and wait for that. But that's it in terms of Billboard. We have a bunch of stuff coming up today. We have a, maybe a slightly shorter episode than usual. Hopefully not. Fingers but crossed. Fingers crossed. Who wants to start off? I got a couple funny stories. I have some sports news. But I have just a sad news about Ukraine and Russia. All right, we, we can so. start off with the sad news and lighten up the episode as we go. So. Okay, sounds good to me. So, as we all know, or at least some of us know, um, a, like a, about a week ago, it was reported that there was a 40-mile-long convoy uh, headed towards the city of Kiev, um, the capital city of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, recently, satellite images have noticed that the convoy um, has started moving again because it was a, it was in a standstill for about. For, for a few, a couple days. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. now it's moving, and they're picking up and, like, advancing on the main city, which is kind of scary to think about. 
but that's just really the reality right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of companies yeah. all over the world that are just shutting mm-hmm. down operations in mm-hmm. Russia. But at the other time, like, how does that exactly benefit? Does that, I don't know, I don't, disadvantage yeah. Putin? Does that benefit him? Because it's really mostly affecting only the Russian citizens. No, well, have it, much cra- of choice. it crashes the economy, which it puts does. Putin's power in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. True. Exactly. But still. Also, um, one thing I noticed is that I've seen a bunch, I've seen a bunch of reporters like reporting on the situation in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and while they're reporting, they're helping people at the same time, like Definitely. move bags and get to their cars and like cross bridges and stuff. I saw this one lady who was reporting on um, this bridge that completely collapsed and people were trying to cross over, yeah, like this river. Um, and keep in mind the temperatures over there are like slightly below freezing. Like yeah, you definitely. Got, like, so that's pretty cold. Yeah, but... t- t- like negative two centigrade. It's kind of crazy. Um, mm. But yeah, there's loads of elderly and people that are trying to get out of there mm-hmm. and trying not to have any calm problems or anything like that. And yeah. one thing to add for that is that the reporters really have to use their press pass to their advantage because yeah. harassing a press, mem- press member is considered a war crime. Is so, it really? Yes. So they can really just take advantage of that, keep reporting, do what they doing mm-hmm. what they usually do while helping others who need the help I mean, at the same time. There's already been a, a bunch of war crimes already committed, unfortunately. Obviously. Um, yeah. I think yeah. the biggest one by far is that Russia kind of blew a up invasion. a maternity mm-hmm. hospital. Yeah, there you go. So. so a bunch of pregnant ladies inside a maternity hospital uh, uh, yeah. have been like blown up. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's really, yeah. really sad situation all around. It's complicated. It's just kind of frightening to think about. Because this is lies. This is happening as of right now. Like as we speak. Yeah, right as we here. speak, there's war happening. Yeah, like just across the continent. Mm-hmm. And some or, people, or globe, yeah. some yeah. people may be thinking that there's always a war happening, but right now this is this, this dead is the big. Serious, th- yeah, no, so. this is like this is like World War Three territory. Like, yeah, getting if something goes wrong, this could actually like result in definitely World nuclear Armageddon. Yeah. Yep, and, and I think quite literally. Yeah. I also think Ukraine has, like, tried to recruit people from overseas to come and fight for them. Yeah, yeah foreign legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. <laughs> Obviously, like, the U.S. government isn't supporting this, and mm-hmm. it's probably not a great idea to go, but it's interesting that yeah. they can get help in that way. Yeah. Uh, speaking of help, uh, my father, my my father's brother, my uncle, he left Kiev, and he's currently in Warsaw. That's oh, wow. good. Uh, so Warsaw's yeah. east of... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah, Wars- west. Yeah, west. Poland. Yeah, west. Warsaw's yeah. in Poland. Uh, mm-hmm. Because of this, uh, he... Because of his position as a teacher at an international school, mm-hmm. he also had he also has thirty students with him, mm-hmm. and he needs the funds to get out of Kiev. And so, my father set up a GoFundMe, which I'll link in the episode description if you're on Spotify. Um, I'd highly recommend donating to it. I've already donated sixty dollars myself. Please, please make this show for mm-hmm. good. There's also a bunch of other organizations you can donate to. I mean, of course, we want to help as many people as possible. Um, and if you have a, a available house, like available space in your home, and you are willing to support uh, refugees of this war, um, mm-hmm. then you can go to a couple websites. I think there's one created by um, uh, MIHS alumni Avi Schiffman. Yep. Called like I forget what it's called, but it's like the Ukrainian Ukraine Take Shelter. The, you, yeah, UkraineTakeShelter.com or something like that. Yeah. And then you can there's people who are from Ukraine setting out like sending like asking for help basically on where to go Definitely. and you can write and say oh or not write like fill out an application and, and basically you're all set to have like someone stay at your house yeah and Avi Schiffman has quite the mm-hmm. resume he was one of the main creators of the largest coronavirus dashboard yep he was ncov uh, 2019 exactly yep. yep you know it and Future he billionaire, was named, honestly. honestly yeah, yeah he was named the person of the year in the webby awards 
and mm-hmm. he also attends Harvard University. So yeah. he has been all over the place. He's been putting together an amazing life for himself and oh, helping yeah. others. It's so yeah, it's great to see an MI grad like him who has been mm-hmm. on the air before, and he came in yeah. recently. Actually, did an interview with us, I believe, maybe a week ago. Mm-hmm. No, so. this, no, this Tuesday on Breakfast this on Tuesday. the Bridge. Yeah, this, this, on yes, tune in to Breakfast on the Bridge, 7 a.m. Tuesday mornings, but still. The show, they ripped off of us. Oh, no, 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 don't be that mean <laughs> about it, but still. Just another fellow morning show on 88 on the Bridge. But mm-hmm. Avi Schiffman has definitely put that to the test, and really his website, Creating Skills, just helping no, yeah. others. Really it, it's really it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see. And yeah. it's made him a micro-celebrity and probably only going to yeah. make him bigger. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's been offered jobs by Google and stuff for like mm-hmm. millions and millions of dollars. So and he's turned them down. Yeah, he you know, yeah, no, yeah, and then also he got yeah. offered like seven million dollars for ad to putting ads on the COVID nineteen dashboard. Turn those down because he yeah. uh, values just having quick information at the exactly. ready. And what I heard from the show, it seems like he just learned coding pretty much just by the internet. No, yeah, like there's so many resources out there, and like mm-hmm. if you're willing to spend the time and like yeah. have the dedication to there's make so many like, like tutorials on youtube on how to do stuff yeah. yeah and just generally you can easily learn how to do um any simple skill i mean coding's obviously not exactly simple but it's repetitive you can get used to it it's something that you can learn and uh reuse over time yeah i remember my parents would try to sign me up for coding camps when i was younger mm-hmm. they wanted me to become a programmer so much like my dad was in the programming industry for a little bit but now moved mm-hmm. to engineering on that kind of side but still they wanted me to learn that so bad, but I couldn't retain any information, but that was just me. So now they're all disappointed <laughs> yeah. that I'm sitting here in a radio studio talking about sports and stuff like that. Sorry to put you guys down, but programming, not my strong suit. But. Yeah, the last time I did programming was like Hour of Code, where we yeah, drag yes. blocks together oh. <laughs> and oh, yeah. make angry scratch? birds go yep, across blocks. Oh, God, Scratch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember Scratch. They, they blocked Scratch on the uh, school Wi-Fi because kids would make their own games and they'd play it during class. Yeah. Wow, so yeah. just a quick little rest in peace for Scratch here on the Mercer Island High School yeah. Wi-Fi network, but still. Really like, the downfall of education. Seriously, yeah. thank you. But uh, speaking of more technology, can I move into some more technology stuff? Yeah, go for it. All right, how many of you here in the studio have an iPhone? Just me and Miles, right? Or do you uh, use Android? I guess so, yeah. All right, there iPhone. we go, because you two are both Android users, yeah. right? Android supremacy. All right, all right. Uh, Apple announced a bunch of stuff happening this past week. Uh, just vibing from Mac Studios iPhone SE 3 to more iPad Air and oh, Studio yeah. Display. Yeah, I so saw. that was something pretty big. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing about Apple TV Plus, I got to say, is something big. I remember, so my family has a bunch of streaming services just because it comes with our internet plan. But then we bought Apple TV Plus on the side for Ted Lasso, which is an amazing show. Not very red- mm-hmm. radio fe- friendly, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's still a really good show. And now they're planning on adding more sports to Apple TV+, Plus, mm-hmm. including MLB Friday Night Baseball. So get ready for that. There's going to be two live games every Friday night when MLB does return. And I'll touch on that subject in a little bit. But iPhone SE is looking to get upgraded with better chips, so whether it be like yeah. A15 Bionics, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then iPad Air is just going to bring Apple's most powerful M1 chip, a 12-megapixel ultra-wide front front camera. Mm-hmm. So get ready for that. Also, have you heard about the M1 Ultra chip that was also unveiled at that event? Yes, I have. Yeah, so, so really just, uh... it, yeah, it, it's a crazy good chip. It has 20 cores, which for context, a normal PC tends to have like 6 to 8 cores, and mm-hmm. this thing has 20, and on top of that, you can take, just on steroids. No, yeah. And then on top of that, you can take multiple M1 chips and kind of layer them together like like a train mm-hmm. track or something. And then you can get 20 cores, 40 cores, 50 cores, etc. And it's honestly crazy to think about. Definitely. Um, 
And just to spice things up a bit, uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, so I don't think this had any correlation, but you can now buy the upcoming iPhone 13 and iPhone 13 Pro in a new variant of green. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be cool. Wear green or get pinched. <laughs> yes, on the, or not Thanksgiving. I just said Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving, yeah. <laughs> you know Happy Thanksgiving, y'all, but St. Patrick's Day is when... Uh, uh, I tried. Spe- speaking of time, daylight savings time will be coming in two days on the 13th, two days? I think. Oh, that hasn't even wow. set in for me yet, but do we uh, get an extra hour of sleep or are we waking up early? We spring forward. You we gotta we lose, an hour. Oh, lose an hour. come on. All right, but still. I need it's going to be lighter, though. Sleep. It is yeah, early night. Which is nice. Which is pretty nice. At the same time, you have to wake up an hour, hour earlier, which is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. So- I feel like sometime when I'm adult, an adult and can't rely on someone for this type of stuff, I'm just going to show up late every time because i don't remember these things <laughs> yeah and i think on that note miles do you want to touch on a little bit of seahawks news uh yep so if you have been paying attention to sports in the last few days you'll know some sad news that russell wilson has been traded to the broncos mm-hmm. um pretty much the entire personality of the seattle seahawks is now gone yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> we got two first two seconds a fifth uh drew lock noah fant and Shelby Harris, which is a lot of stuff. But when you're losing Russell Wilson, that's mm-hmm. still a big hit. We gave up Russell Wilson and a fourth. Yeah. But it seems like, in hindsight, it seems like this was inevitable. He was, all along the way, he was kind of dropping hints, you know. That he wasn't very interested yeah. in this mm-hmm. team anymore. Last year, he put out a list with, like, the teams he would want to get traded to, mm-hmm. were he to get traded. But... It was, I was surprised it came now, given yeah. how he was talking about the Seahawks as of late. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's also one of the owners of the Seattle Sounders, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. If he's leaving Seattle, like, I guess he could still be an owner, but yeah. it's going to be a bit mm-hmm. different in the Seattle sports industry. And do you have any, any news on Bobby Wagner? Because I heard he's going away also. Uh, yes. Bobby Wagner has been released. He's expected to be uh, a relatively high-priority free agent mm-hmm. for the rest of the NFL. And... With that, I guess the two players that were like a main part of our Super Bowl runs are just gone. Yep, just and so see ya. It's really the start of a new era. There is actually mm-hmm. one player. Do you know Benson My- Benson Mayella? Oh, I've heard the name definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard the name as yeah, well. Yeah, I've heard the name. He was like, <clears throat> he was barely on the roster during our Super Bowl runs. And he left to go somewhere else. And now he's here and he's more of a main player. So he's technically the last person from those Super Bowl runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to need to utilize that definitely. So yeah. we got a lot of stuff coming up here on the Weekly Wrap here on 88.9 The Bridge. So stay tuned in here. We're going to have some lighter funny news for you, including a, a very controversial license plate, a long-lost ship that was found, and how buying a Pokemon card landed somebody in jail. So stay tuned in to the Weekly Wrap here on 88.9 The Bridge. We're going to come back after a quick short break again. This is Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Let's go. All right, we're back here on the Weekly Wrap. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And we have some pretty funny news coming up for you guys. <laughs> so maybe not funny for this first topic, but more interesting, rather. Ooh, yes. And Theo's going to take us away on that one. We mentioned that there is a long-lost boat found in the South Pole, correct? Yeah. And so, I think, Theo, you just take us away. So, uh, do you know uh, one Sir Ernest Shackleton? No, quite possibly not. one of the most British names I've ever I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, who is that? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, oh, he was an Antarctic him? explorer. Yeah, whose ship, the Endurance, sunk back in 1915. Okay. Uh, and 
Shackleton actually made an astonishing escape, and the ship was never found until now. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. And it's been how many years? 107. 1915 was it? It was sunk. It was found. It was basically uh, found uh, in the Weddell Sea, which is just off the coast. Which is just off the coast of where that uh, where that peninsula is in Antarctica, near South Africa. Near, sorry, near South America. Why did I mix that up? Yeah, but still, mm-hmm. and, it's been so many years, and it's just kind of yeah. feels like another Titanic story. Yeah, the ship has been found in pretty immaculate condition. Uh-huh. So, what, what's on the ship? Uh, well, firstly, the nameplate. The uh, the stereotypical old timey wheel is still there. Oh yeah. A lot of the stuff has been uh, actually quite well preserved. Um, um, I'm looking at old photos right now, and and comparing it to the photos I found in the deep, everything looks basically immaculate. So really, just has it been pretty well preserved? Yes, it has. That's kind of crazy. Now I want to take a look at those later, but it's still. Super are, there, are there like pictures and stuff? Yeah, there's pictures yeah. and a video here. Yeah, oh, cool. we'll take a look at that after the show, but still, just hearing what it sounds like, that ship went down 107 years ago. Yeah. Seems like another one of those Titanic stories, mm-hmm. in a way, except for more people actually, sounds like they got out alive. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, it was trapped on in the ice for like, for like months. Oh, okay, so like they the had ice more time. Yeah, they had they had more time to escape. Uh, okay, that makes I more see. sense. But months still. more time. <laughs> Man, climate change sank the boat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then we found it again. No. Yeah, I mean that's but true. Still, that's a pretty cool discovery, especially thinking of all the bad stuff going around. And now just boom, the ship magically appears. Not magically, but we found it again. So yeah. that is pretty cool. Alright, so that's enough of Antarctica news, I think. But you guys got a couple choices now. We got a uh, funny license plate, or do you want sports news? I think sports news. Sports, sports news. news. All right, I'll take it away here. With uh, We're going to start here in Seattle. Seattle Sounders, uh, you know, I'm a pretty solid fan of theirs. At the moment, I'm not, due to how they're playing, but I'll be going to a game tomorrow, and I'll report back at how I feel. But they're currently 0-2 in the MLS regular season. Lovely. Which started recently, and they're only tied with two other teams, one of which is the brand-new team, FC Charlotte which did break the attendance record, like, overall, which is 73,000, I think. Wow. And it was wow. uh, number two or three in the worldwide rankings for a number of attendance for soccer. Jeez. Or wow. football, if you will. On their first event. Yep, and uh, they play in Carolina Panthers Stadium. So that's one big thing. So they have all the seats if they need it. And they're tied with FC Cincinnati. The lovely team known for winning the wooden spoon in MLS, having the lowest number of points. So at the moment, <laughs> Seattle is currently kind of down there. And hopefully they can uh, bring up a win or even a draw at this point versus LA Galaxy tomorrow. Come on, Schmetzer. You can Come do on, it. Come on, Schmetzer. But Schmetzer did do something good uh, this past Tuesday. They are per- currently in the CONCACAF uh, club. I don't know how to say it, but they're just currently in a different tournament. And CONCACAF Champions League. And they had a revenge match versus Club Leon. Because they lost them in the finals one point. But luckily, they did win. They're now currently 3-0 up on aggregate. They'll play them again away. So hopefully, they can come out and land higher. So let me get this straight. Yep. When playing against uh, MLS teams that are basically on par with us, we're terrible. Exactly. But when we we play uh, Liga MX teams... Which is world-class teams. Yeah. We're better. Yeah, we're... we're, It's great. I don't know how we do that. And I could have gone to the game, but I didn't go. So, it doesn't make any sense, but it's great. Yeah, the one game that I didn't go to, it, they they win 3-0. And Mercer Allen got Jordan Morris scored his second goal since his ACL injury. So, <clears throat> wow. shout-outs awesome. to him. 
Yes. And I think everybody here has heard about the Major League Baseball crisis. Oh, the lockout. The lockout. Finally resolved after 99 days. It has been come to a close. Spring training starts Sunday, March 13th. And pretty much just get ready because opening day is April 7th. And Seattle opens away at the Twins, first of all. And their home opener is versus the Astros. So we're going to have a total of 162 games scheduled. And get ready for more Seattle baseball. Like, hopefully we have a decent year like we did last year. And a new era of Mariners baseball is coming up. So fingers crossed we have a good season because our other teams are not looking so hot right now. Well, if you look at MI Sports. If you look at yeah, MI Sports, yeah. yeah. We got those starting up, too. This week, there's actually a lacrosse game tonight. And we have our spring assembly. Spring, exactly. A sports spring assembly or whatever it's called today. It's yeah. going to reek of iMovie. Yeah, pretty much. But we'll make it work. So we have all that happening. MI Sports is coming up. I'll be broadcasting a soccer game on the 18th. We're going to have girls lacrosse on the 17th. Those are going to be our first games. So stay tuned into to 88.9 The Bridge for that. And we have a bunch of sports coming up for you guys here. All right. On that note, I think... Jonathan, we have a funny little story for you. Yeah, so... Uh, all about farts, if you will. <laughs> what? Uh, it, well, it's about a license plate <laughs> with the word F-A-R-T on it, okay? Come so, on. yeah. Um, essentially, there was this person in Asheville, uh, Carly Cindy, and she applied for an, uh, a license plate with the word F-A-R-T, fart on it. Yep. And way, it was approved um, in October. Uh-huh. Although, um, since then... She received a letter in the mail from the DMV telling her that the complaints had been lodged about the compl- about the license plate. Um, and so the DMV did tell her that she, she might be allowed to keep the plate if she replied to the letter with an explanation of what the plate meant to her and why she believes that she should be allowed to keep using it. So, you know what she did? She consulted with some of her friends and founded a group titled the Friends of Asheville Recreational Trails. Which stands for? FART. Um... <laughs> So she said the group now has a mailing list, a website, and merchandise, and said that the group recently held its first meeting, and 15 people showed up. So she sent up the letter to the DMV explaining uh, she should be allowed to keep the plate as reference to her new group, all about um, wildlife and nature, which is cool. Um, and she, she said that she's now waiting for a response. So it's an interesting little story. <laughs> yeah, so get ready. So imagine you're just drive, driving around Asheville, North Carolina. You see a lady in her pickup truck with a license plate fart. Yeah. What would, what would your opinions be on that? I'd laugh. I, yeah, me yeah. too. I, I would love that license plate. Personally, I wouldn't want to have it, but just the enjoyment of it. Like, I also like how license plates are uh, generally at the back of the car. Yeah, so... We have the humor of seven-year-olds. Yes, we do. What, what do you expect from us? A bunch of high school juniors <laughs> talking on the radio. What is it? 8.30 in the morning. We arrived here at like 6.45 here for a leadership meeting, but now we're here. Uh-huh. But yeah. still, which license plate would you guys have if you could get one? Um, probably something that's like, uh, like something that's kind of rare or something. Like, just think about it. Uh, embrace your seven-year-old minds. It doesn't have to be too dirty, but like, just think of a cool word or, you know what? I'll start this off. You guys don't have any ideas. Uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism. That's too long. In the eight-word, eight-letter eight limit. Rats. Yeah. Uh, Rats. yes. Just yes. Rats, yes. My lessons it will be no. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Mine will be maybe. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. Cool. We're apply for those license we got our license in the plates. Awesome. So let's get ready for that. And uh, I guess just kind of off topic here, but mm-hmm. gas is out of control right now. But we'll touch on that next episode once we get more updates on the inflation and mm-hmm. e- economical crisis. Also, but, quick little tangent, but have you guys heard of the movie called Turning Red? 
Yes. Oh, yes, I've seen I trailers. have. Yes. Um, well, it's a new Disney Plus movie, um, Disney Pixar movie. It's coming out on Disney Plus. And I think it just came out last night. Oh, okay. Um, it's streaming on Disney Plus at the moment. So it's a, it's a new movie to hit you with all of the feelings. It's called Turning Red. And it's about a charismatic 13-year-old girl named Maylin who discovers that whenever she gets too excited about anything, she turns into a giant red panda. Um, and basically, pandas, giant red pandas, are kind of like a mix between just typical pandas, black and white pandas, and foxes. If, so they're just if, red yeah. pandas. Yeah. I've yes. seen them at the Woodland Park Zoo. They're adorable. Mm-hmm. And I once uh, asked my mom when I was younger, can we please get a red panda? <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I ended up in my house are... with a Shiba Inu, which kind of looks like a fox. He sheds everywhere, and he woke me up at five this morning. But it works awesome. out pretty well. So. Yeah. I kind of wish my dog woke me up, though. <laughs> it's not always a good thing when it's, like, 3 mm, a.m., yeah. but... My cat wakes me up sometimes, like, scratching on the door. Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> in a few episodes, if we're allowed to, we're doing a, a weekly wrap pet reveal. How's about that? Oh, no. Weekly wrap pet reveal? Just, just, I know. Theo has a bird. Yes. Yes. The bane of my existence. The bane of his, ex- oh. his existence. Miles has a cat. I have a cat trapped inside of a dog's body. And, Jonathan, <laughs> what do you have? I don't know, like a tiger or something. She's weird. We got a tiger. That's amazing. All right, we're doing an episode just for that. Maybe even a YouTube video, but we'll keep that in mind. But on that funny note, I think we have one more final story to maybe wrap this up. Woo-hoo. It's called. I think who's, who's going to take this away? Uh, I think you should. Should I take it away? All right. I never got the link. You never got. All right, that's fair. Uh, y'all know Pokemon cards. Yes. The yeah. The ongoing universe of Pokemon and their possibly tiger-like creatures, mm-hmm. all all that stuff. Yeah, like collectibles, kind exactly. of. Exactly. But imagine if you bought a Pokemon card and you ended up in jail. Wow. What Hmm. is that all about? What the heck? (laughs) What is that all about, you may ask? But hear me out. So you guys know that some Pokemon cards go for, like, thousands of dollars. Millions. Millions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Remember someone got scammed for, like, 3.5 million? Oh, yeah. There is a Charizard Fire Dragon card, if you didn't know what that is, that Mm -hmm. went for $57,000. Yeah. Wow. And now the man who bought it is in prison for three years. How? All right. So because of the Pokemon card? Yes, just for buying it. The Pokemon so, was too violent. Listen, I guess so this Georgia like that. man. Maybe on a building. This Georgia man, he was. Uh, his name is Vinath Oduzmin. I don't really know exactly how to pronounce that. My bad. I should probably ask him himself. My time. But I'll head over <laughs> to Georgia and ask him now. But he was given COVID relief money because mm-hmm. that's just how a lot of people earned their money at the time because it was kind of an economic crisis if i do say so myself yeah but he used that money to purchase a rare charizard pokemon card hmm. so you wonder how that would go <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, uh government hey i give you money you spend on you spend on uh your life okay actually spends it on pokemon cards like a boss mm-hmm. jail time <laughs> Seriously, like, it was graded 9.5 gem mint rating, which is really, really good. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's like out of 10. Yes, kind exactly. Of like 10 scale. So he was then caught paying all of his government relief money on a Pokemon card. Wow. And was sentenced to three years in jail. Three years because three he bought years. a Pokemon card. Three years. Three years. So wow. the U.S. District Court pretty much ordered uh, him to pay $10,000 on top of the $85,000 that he had to pay for just an overall fee, just that kind of thing, because he was, I guess, breaking the law or something like that. Wow. But wow. Isn't that so, just, like, investing for the future? Honestly, yeah, but... To build up your wealth? It's not yeah. a bad idea, because... It's like, it's like NFTs, but real life. Exactly. <laughs> I'm very proud to say that I haven't heard the word NFT in that, like, much context recently. Yeah. It's been dying out recently. That's yes, one thing I can say. Yes, thank goodness. But, yeah. Actually, well, there's still a ton of celebrities buying NFTs. Yeah, definitely. But still, a Pokemon card that lands you in jail. 
that Crazy. that's something else. But I don't really know how to do that. Anybody anybody want to go uh, wind up in jail with me as we go buy uh, first edition Pokemon card sets? Dibs with Dibs. government Dibs. Really with go- money. with government <laughs> money. Dibs. What if you use your great. stimulus check? Then does that count? <laughs> I feel like that's your money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. But still, that Pokemon card stuff was insane, and I don't really know how to describe it. Like, come <laughs> on, he he's doing three years in jail now. Yeah. But still, yeah. that is it in terms of what I have to say. And anybody have any last things? I think I think we're all good. Yeah, I think we're today. done. Yeah, and absolutely. We're, we're pretty good today. So I we, guess that's it for our show. We covered a lot of things today, yeah. ranging from the Ukrainian crisis to. A fart license plate. So let's a see. A lot of stuff. That's usual a good stuff variety. here on the Weekly Wrap. Again, I'm mm-hmm. Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge.